Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest, Mambo's is open at 411 Bourbon Street. We are offering our full menu, dine in one of our dining rooms, in our courtyard, on Bourbon Street's only rooftop balcony. Check out our menu at mambosnola.com. Mambo's is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by delivery from our delivery partners, Chow Now, Grubhub, or Uber Eats. We also deliver in the quarter. Order now at mambosnola.com or give us a call at 504-407-3717. That's Mambo's, Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. What you say there, Eric? Hey, did I ever tell you you have, like, the perfect face for radio? No, Mike. Did I ever tell you that you have the perfect 24-hour diner? Hey, bud, no. As a matter of fact, you haven't. That's because you don't. Come on, man. You know that ain't nice. And uh, neither is your help. Oh, man. Then why do you eat here so often? Well, my wife says that I'm a glutton for punishment. The TikTok Cafe, where the video poker is always hot, 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 Causeway and I-10, better known as the intersection of E. coli and salmonella. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com, acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you.
Good afternoon and welcome there to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher, 106.1 FM Nash Icon. Yeah, that's where we're broadcasting for you, four to six weekdays and loving it. Loving our vast signal, loving uh, the opportunity to come to you guys during afternoon drive each and every uh, weekday. And, of course, if for some reason you can't catch us over the uh, incredible signal that 106.1 Nash FM is, you can always go to the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app. Uh, Nash FM 106.1, and, of course, ericasher.com. Uh, our podcast is available on all the major podcasting platforms. Uh, we are anchors kind of our home base, but we're on all of them. You know, uh, Apple, Spotify, iHeart, Google, Spreaker. Uh, if for some reason I'm not on your favorite, man, I want to be everywhere. I want to be everywhere. Uh, why don't you drop me a line at eric at ericasher.com, and uh, we'll do our best to get it uh, up and rolling on your uh, favorite podcasting platform. Hey, all you got to do is search Inside New Orleans Radio Show with Eric Asher. Our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. And the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week features Jeff Duncan of The Athletic. Uh, it's Thursday with our live broadcast at 1 p.m. on LAE. Also live streaming on the WLAE TV YouTube page. Uh, our first rebroadcast, 6 p.m. on LAE on Thursday night, 10 o'clock on The Deuce. WLAE TV 2, Friday night on Pelican, 10 o'clock on LAE on Friday night, Saturday morning, 2 a.m. on the Deuce, and 5 p.m. is our final uh, uh, rebroadcast every Saturday afternoon, 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. On our program today, I like to sell the bird rights. We'll put a post-mortem on the uh, Pelican season. He'll join us at 4.30 this afternoon. Larry Holder uh, was scheduled to join us yesterday. He will be with us today, ladies and gentlemen. Those that were looking for Larry yesterday, he'll be with us. Uh, as I mentioned yesterday on the program, uh, did a nice article on, uh, on the Saints and, uh, of course, their um, – uh, their schedule and what he, who he thinks uh, you know they may win against who they, who who may be the losses uh, going forward. Also, he did another another deep dive in, into into the Saints as well. Uh, so again, an opportunity for uh, us to talk to Larry uh, about um, his latest article uh, and uh, the the reason the latest one is the reasonable expectations of of rookies for the in the NFL. So all that coming up at around 5:30 this afternoon. All right, uh, let's jump into it. Boy, what a night, huh? Whew, man, I tell you what, uh, especially out here in, in, in Metairie, uh, the, there was about, about 4 o'clock this morning. Uh, all the phones started going off in the house. Possible tornado in, uh, in, in Kenner around uh, Chateau Estates. Uh, thankfully, again, that turned into nothing more than straight-line winds. Uh, and, of course, a deluge that we saw last night here in the city. Uh, and, and our thoughts and prayers are with the individuals that live you know, our, our, our brothers and sisters in, in Lake Charles and also Baton Rouge, who, who again, were flooded out by, by the, you know, the torrential rains uh, that, that came over from, uh, from Texas. So, uh, again, we were kind of spared last night. Didn't get the type of rain that, uh, that, again, Lake Charles and also Baton Rouge got. And, of course, those surrounding areas. Uh, just happy to see that. Uh, because, again, we've gotten enough rain, and we got more rain on the way this evening, it looks like. So uh, buckle up, folks. I'll tell you about tire siping a little later with Southern Tire uh, so you get that, that, that vehicle stopping uh, when, uh, when, when, when you hit the brakes. Um, we'll do that a little bit later on the program. Um, I talked extensively yesterday about David Griffin's press conference uh, and, of course, his thoughts about the, the season. And, look, uh, I, I am who I am, and, and I'm not sugarcoating anything on this program. I never have. I never will. You know, I call it like I see it. And, uh, you know, I, I, this is a failure of a season. There's just no other way around it, okay? It's a failure of a season. Uh, you know, I, I'll go back to, again, ninth highest rank pay, payroll in the NBA, and you couldn't even make the top ten in your conference. And you have two all-stars, okay? Brandon Ingram was an all-star last year. Zion's an all-star this year. So they were all-stars. 
Brandon Ingram's numbers were almost identical to what they were last year. And, of course, he wasn't voted to the All-Star team this year. Why? Because you're in a small market in New Orleans. And, uh, you know, again, you're probably only going to have one uh, All-Star unless, again, they, they start to win. And right now, again, winning is at a premium for this team. But what I was really happy to see last night when I got off the air was to go back and look at some of the player interviews, specifically what I saw out of Zion Williamson, who was the face of the franchise. And one thing I can say is I'm happy to see that Zion is not okay with being out of the playoffs. You want to talk about me not sugarcoating things. He didn't sugarcoat it yesterday, okay? He didn't sugarcoat his feelings. You could hear it in his voice. You could see it in his body language, okay, that, that he is not happy uh, with, with the finish this year, with, again, things played out this year here in New Orleans. Uh, you know, he started talking about the definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. Uh, that, that is pointed right at the head coach and also the, also the front office. Now, we can, uh, you know, hear again what, what the front office has to say and what maybe the coaching staff has Van Gundy. Oh, everybody's, you know, kumbaya, everybody's happy. This dude's not happy about sitting home right now as, as the playing games begin uh, in, in this tournament. Uh, if you're Gail Benson, you can't be happy having the ninth highest payroll in the NBA and getting 31 wins out of it. 31 wins. This, again, comes on the heels of, of, again, a New Orleans Saints team that has had sustained success. And I've talked about it before, and I'll get into this a little bit later on the program. But there's a big difference between what we believe Gail Benson is as an owner and, uh, and the fact that she's already said that she's willing to go into the luxury tax to be able to build a championship team here in New Orleans than what we saw with George Shin. I can't, I'll go back to Sam Battistone with the New Orleans Jazz, who was cash poor and forced his way out of New Orleans because he was cash poor, trying to get a little bit closer to the West Coast. Uh, and, and, of course, because of the amusement tax that was on all, the, all tickets uh, that were sold here in, in New Orleans at that time, he tried to get um, a waiver and was not granted that waiver and ultimately, again, was able to pick up his, uh, his jazz team and, and move it to Utah. Long story, we've been through it a thousand times in this program. Those of you, like myself, that lived it, uh, it's still to this day, it's hard to be able to see that jazz logo, that jazz colors on the, Utah, on the uniforms of, again, uh, the Utah basketball team. It just is. But again, he was a horrible owner. George Shin was cash poor. He got kicked out of North Carolina, basketball country. Okay, literally kicked out of North Carolina. Uh, and, and the Hornets are back in North Carolina after being the Bobcats, and they continue to flourish. He comes to New Orleans cash poor, and ultimately, again, we, again, we have the first superstar, first generational player in Pistol Pete Maravich with the Jazz. The second one is CP3, Chris Paul. He's got to force his way out of New Orleans because of, again, a cash poor owner in George Shen and, and the uncertainty with the NBA taking over the club uh, when, when, when they put it in receivership because ultimately he couldn't pay the bills anymore. So CP3 walks out the door. And then Tom Benson comes in, and, and everybody's expected, man, Tom Benson, deep pockets. He's going to really put an emphasis on this basketball team. They're going to turn around. No, no. It was, an, it was a long afterthought. There was the Saints. Uh, there was horse racing. There was Dixie beer, anything else. And then way down the list was, was again, the New Orleans Pelicans. He, the only thing they put an emphasis on is, again, changing the color scheme and, and, and the nickname. After that, who cares? But it seemed to change with Gail Benson coming, in, coming on board after Tom Benson's death. Uh, she named the Pelicans. She came up with the color scheme. She wanted the, the NBA team, uh, again, to stay in New Orleans. She wanted to buy this, from what we understand, from the backstory. And she's they professed that, again, she's willing to spend the money that's necessary to win a championship here in New Orleans to, again, have the same type of sustained success we've seen with the Saints, 
with the Pelicans. So there's hope at the, on the horizon here when you start talking about the future of this franchise here in New Orleans uh, with Gail Benson as long, as long as she's still alive. But Zion's having none of it. So I said, he didn't sugarcoat his feelings yesterday. You can hear it in his voice. You can see it in his body language. He's putting the organization on the clock. So that means Griffin and the gang have two seasons, maybe three, to make this an organization that's on a cusp of a championship. The Pels have a qualifying offer for Zion Williamson of $17 million in the 23-24 season. Much like we're seeing with um, the situation with, uh, with Alonzo Ball. They had the qualifying offer at the beginning of the season. They turned down that qualifying offer. He is a restricted free agent at the end of the season. Zion Williams will be a restricted free agent at the end of the 23-24 season. That means the Pelicans will have an opportunity to match any offer out there. Suppose he does a one-year deal with someone. Suppose he decides, you know what, I'm not going to sign the long-term deal. I'm not going to even though it's more money than, than I, I, can, I can get anywhere else. I'll do what Davis did with the, with the, with the Lakers. We'll sign a one-year deal. I'll sign a one-year deal to make sure that I, I am free the next year and, and an unrestricted free agent. That could happen. It's a different world today, ladies and gentlemen. Zion doesn't look like he's long for this place if ultimately they're not going to be able to make a push for a championship. So the clock is ticking. To miss the playoff with two All-Stars is unheard of. But the Pels, again, with the ninth-highest payroll in the NBA, did just that. The face of the franchise, the future face of the NBA isn't happy. And I'm glad to see it. i got to tell you, you know, at times you'd, you'd be so afraid here in New Orleans, oh, no, Chris Paul's not happy, Anthony Davis' not happy. You know what? I'm glad to see this guy's not happy early. Okay? I'm, I'm glad. When, when, you, when you look at this situation right now, trying to paint a picture of that, that this is a failed season because of COVID-19 related isn't flying. Okay? That the roster was in, incomplete, that's not a valid excuse to me. The fan base should not be encouraged by, again, losing 14 games when they were leading, leading by double digits in the fourth quarter. Are you kidding me? How's that encouraging? I mean, how did, we were right there at the end. We just didn't, we didn't have what it took to put it away. That's why you got the culture-driving veterans that you were supposed to get. They were supposed to be the, the, the guys to put it over the top. That didn't happen this season. Okay? Are you, are you encouraged by 31 wins? 31 wins. I'm not. Are you? Obviously, Zion's not either. No, the fan base should be pissed. And so, so should Zion Williamson and Brandon Ingram, the two faces of the franchise. No, honestly, David Griffin should have shifted gears in midseason and got rid of the veteran dead weight, but he stood the course. He's showing J.J. Redick and Nico Melli out the door. That's it. They only got the when, – when, honestly, Bledsoe should have been pushed out the door. And to an extent, even Steven Adams, not so much, again, for what he did or he didn't do as a player, just, again, the fit is not there. The vision – that David Griffin had in bringing Stephen Adams in is, is not a vision, a true vision for this team. And then when I hear Griffin say yesterday that the only guy that had a vision for um, Zion being point Zion was Stan Van Gundy, then why the hell did it take half a season to try it? It took a half a season to figure it out. If this was a guy that when you sat down with him at the table and you were interviewing him for the coaching job, and of all the candidates they had, he's the only guy that could see some points I on, it took a half a year to get it, on, get it on the court. Really? Unacceptable, ladies and gentlemen. Unacceptable. So you got Griff down that squandered the first two years of Zion in New Orleans. This methodical approach to building a championship around a generational player is, is no longer an option. Again, I'll say it again. Take it from us. We've seen it. We've lived it. 
We saw CP3 and AD force their way out of New Orleans, and we don't want to repeat performance from Zion. So I'll put this now, ladies and gentlemen. Patience is for losers. Losers. You want to have patience? Go be the Atlanta Falcons. No patience here in New Orleans. This town is spoiled, and it's spoiled by the Saints' sustained success. Maybe my generation that had to live through, again, the horrible seasons of the New Orleans Saints, okay, until we saw, finally saw a light at the end of the tunnel when, when, when Bum Phillips came in, and then, and then when Moore got him to the first playoff games, and again, unable to win there, and then finally, uh, you know, seeing uh, some moderate success with Haslett, and then the real success came with Sean Payton. I'm sorry. There are a generation of Saints fans that have never even seen a losing season. Are you kidding me? We're spoiled here in New Orleans because of what's happened with the Saints, sustained success of the New Orleans Saints. So to me, Griff was not only put on the clock by this talk show host, but also by his franchise player, Zion Williamson. And I hope you got the message that Zion was sending, because I certainly did. I certainly did. Body language, his, what he said, tells me again that he's not going to be one of these guys who's going to sit back and say, you know what, I'm going to give the franchise every opportunity to build around me. No. He comes from a generation of instant gratification. Microwave everything. Got to have it right now. And I don't see, again, the patience of sitting around in New Orleans and winning 31, maybe next year winning 37, maybe the following year you get 45, and then maybe, maybe you break through and, and, and you're a perennial playoff team. No, they got to be a playoff team next year. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. And the fact that Zion came out last, yesterday and didn't, didn't uh, put, on, put on, on airs or put on a face uh, for the New Orleans media tells us all we need to know. Griff, I loved it when you came here. I think you did a great job in terms of the, of, of the Zion deal based on the, on the Celtics dropping out. You got the best possible deal you could get with the Lakers. You've done a great job in acquiring assets in terms of draft picks, uh, but you have failed in free agency and you failed in, in, in terms of trading, bringing um, uh, veterans to this team. You don't get a mulligan. There is no mulligan in NBA basketball. You got to get, get you got to get to work, and you got to get to work very quickly to be able to again change the face of this franchise and turn this again from a 31-win team to a team that's a perennial playoff team that's on the cusp of a championship. Because even your franchise players put you on the clock. The clock is ticking. I hope you hear it. All right, we'll take a break. We come back. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host Eric Asher. Don't go anywhere. This report is sponsored by Staples Stores. Staples Connect is a new world of possible. Now get up to $140 off select PCs and up to $100 off select chairs. In-store only. Offers end 522. Limit to while supplies last. Details at staplesconnect.com slash weekly ad. Staples Connect, the working and learning store. If you're traveling westbound along the Pontchartrain Expressway, look out for delays from the St. Charles Carondelet exit to the Chapatula St. Peter's exit. Also look out for backups along the Crescent City Connection eastbound coming into the city from before Chapatula's to the Camp Street exit. Also look out for delays on 10 eastbound from just past Clearview to Bonneville. And be mindful of an accident on 10 eastbound at the Bonneville off-ramp. Also look out for delays if you're traveling along the 610 on the westbound side. Delays are solid from just before Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge. Also 10 eastbound, your delays are steady from Orleans to the high rise. I'm Ed Robinson. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. 
Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory is open during the coronavirus shutdown. Bienvenue is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by way of curbside service or our drive-up window at 467 Hickory Avenue. Our wait staff will deliver to your door or use waiter. Check out our menu today at BienvenueHarahan.com. Then place your order at 504-305-4792. That's 504-305-4792. Gift cards are available. Order today from Bienvenue on Hickory, 305 4792. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff and all the sports you can handle are you ready for the stifling new orleans heat this year take it from me eric asher when it comes to getting my ac ready each and every year there's no one i trust more than my friends at burkhardt air conditioning and eating with 30 years in the business they really know what they're doing and they can work on any ac system on the market burkhardt gets your system running right they can find and fix the problems before you really need that ac this year schedule your tune-up now with burkhardt at acpromise.com that's acpromise.com and tell them eric sent you Ray Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. Locally owned and operated, fully licensed and insured, Ray Stovall Plumbing is a full-service plumbing company that can handle all of your plumbing needs, including gas testing and permitting, as well as video inspections. We always have a master plumber in the field, and all employees are drug tested and background checked. Serving the South Shore and North Shore with service on Saturdays, that's Ray Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. 504-373-5733. Hey, don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. If your air conditioning breaks down, you need help. They're there for you 24-7, 365. Nate certified technicians, highest certification in the industry. And, of course, that 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or your business. Looking for a company you can trust? I've trusted Burke Auto with 30 years. You can as well. acpromise.com, acpromise.com, Burke Auto Air Conditioning and Heating. Good news for LSU. But I tell you what, you started out the offseason thinking that the safety position was one of the weakest positions on the team. And now, again, through recruiting and, of course, the transfer portal, uh, it looks like it's become one of, one of the strengths of this team going forward. Uh, today, Major Burns, uh, again, a uh, Louisiana native, who was very, very close to signing with LSU out of high school, ended up choosing the University of Georgia. He is coming back in the transfer portal uh, to Louisiana and will be playing for LSU next season. Uh, so now you've got Jay Ward, who's moved into that position, Jordan Tolles, uh, Langlos, also, again, Todd Harris, uh, Derek Davis, uh, Cam Lewis, and also Sage Ryan, the, the, the all-world freshman, is supposed to be coming in. And now you add Major Burns to the, uh, to the mix. All of a sudden now, uh, the safety position looks like it's been very, very shored up. Look, give it to Ed Ogeron. Give him a tremendous amount of credit. Same thing is said, but we said for Will Wade. Look, I don't care about the, about the complications one way or the other. Uh, you know, again, with what's going, uh, with, with, what's happened, uh, you know, in, in, in terms of, uh, of the, the situation with Will Wade and uh, the uh, – the, the, the investigation into recruiting. Uh, you look at, again, what, what uh, Ed Ogeron has had to deal with, with, again, his football team last year and, and the defections and everything else that happened. And then, of course, on top of that, what's going on, the big cl- cloud that's over the university. 
these guys have continued to recruit and, and recruit well. Uh, let's grab Jack and River Ridge before we uh, before we go to our, our break, and then we bring on Alec Cassell with the bird rights. Jack, how you doing? Eric, how are you? Doing great. Eric, I, I, I'm just judging by uh, Zion's comments that the uh, the slogan for next year is going to go from can't bow down to be better. Because he must have said be better three or four times during that interview. Yep. Well, first of all, can I say something? Most ridiculous, yeah. honestly, most ridiculous uh, a slogan, a logo, whatever you want to call it, in the history of sports. Because all they did right. was bow down. 14 times they bowed down with double-digit double uh, leads in the fourth quarter. They did nothing but bow down. If anything, it's an insult, uh, again, when you start talking about bowing. I mean, I just don't understand it, okay? But at the same time, look, I get it. Uh, you know, uh, at this point, I'm, look, I can say it till I'm blue in the face. Jack, you can say it with, with, your, with your wallet, whether you're going to go to the games or not. Uh, but I think Zion said it very, very clearly yesterday. He's not happy with being out the playoffs, winning 31 games, and the situation here in New Orleans as it, as it stands. And I hope that Griff got the message. Because a lot of times players will walk out there and just tow the company line and sugarcoat it. He didn't do that at all yesterday. Well, it was very frustrating, frustrating watching this team too many times. No, it, it parts of the season it was just hard watching them all together. Um, but I, but I agree with what, you know what you said. I said you know I said this when he made the when he made the trade with the Lakers. He did just like you said. He did as much as he could. You know, um, I, you know it was really smart to get the picks after LeBron retires. Yep. But you know, look, looking what he's done so far, he, he not only has to get veterans, he has to get the right veterans to help these guys. He he. he you know the the, the Bledsoe mistake. That he's got to do whatever he he can to get him out. You know, you know, and, and Eric, I don't even think he can take credit for the for the championship in Cleveland because that championship happened mostly because of what LeBron did, not not Absolutely. because of what he did. I agree. But because because if LeBron doesn't leave Cleveland, they don't end up in the lottery for three of the next four years. They, I think they had the, the number one pick three to four years. So mm-hmm. they ended up with Kyrie and they ended up with enough ammunition to trade for Kevin Love. None of that happens if LeBron stays. You know, they, they never would have drafted that low. But, um, hey, hey, Eric, I just had one question about Tulane, and, and I'll get out. Go ahead. The, um, what's going on with Jeffrey Johnson? Why does he want to leave? Well, I think that somebody got in his ear and started talking to him about the SEC. And then, then again, he would get a, maybe a better look-see if he, if he went to the SEC. Now, again, from what I understand, he is not, he is, uh, is not in the um, uh, transfer portal anymore. Uh, that he's coming back to Tulane. And, and who, again, obviously, maybe the coaching staff got with him. Look, it, w- it would be stupid for, on, on his part to be able to move at this point in his career. He can, again, he can play two more years at, at, at uh, Tulane if he chooses. Uh, and, he's, look, he's go- we saw it with Cam Sample. Uh, and we, we, we saw it with, with uh, uh, the other guy, escapes my name escapes me right now, Patrick Johnson. But, but those guys got drafted. One got drafted, one didn't. You're going to be found anywhere you play if you're good enough. And I just think it would have been a bad move on his part uh, to be able to, um, uh, to, to move off away from Tulane and have to maybe, again, start all over with another team. I'm glad that he decided uh, to be able to stay, stay with, the, with the Greenies. And, and they got him a running mate because that, that, that they got a starting tackle that came yep. in from Memphis, so he should have a guy yes. playing right next to him. But, Eric, thank, thanks for taking my call. Have a good afternoon. Thanks. Always appreciate the call. Thanks so much for, uh, for calling as, as well. Yeah, and, and look, look. Final word when when I, I talk, you talk about um, uh, about David Griffin and, and 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 Cleveland. Remember, 
He drafted Andrew Wiggins with the number one pick in 2014. Uh, again, they signed LeBron James back after the after the decision. Uh, and remember, Anthony Bennett was the first overall pick uh, uh, again uh, over there as well. So um, you look at that and you say to yourself, hmm, look, Zion's a no-brainer. Uh, I give him credit for Lewis. I thought he did a great job with, again, getting Jax's Hayes here and Keel Alexander-Walker. Lozada looks like he's going to be a great defender. Uh, it's early yet. Those players have gotten better. I have no problem with his drafting prowess. We can go back and look at Cleveland and say, man, maybe he didn't make the best picks there. Okay, now and, and Wiggins has turned out to be a pretty good NBA player. You know, you can – Anthony Bennett, not so much. But when you look at what, what Griffin has done here in New Orleans, again, I thought he's drafted well. And I thought he – again, look – I would have preferred the Celtic deal, okay? But that's me. When the Celtics dropped out, there was no other way around it. Uh, you know, the Lakers had the best deal. The issue he's had is, again, the veterans, the guys he's gotten in the trades and free agency. Those have been bust. He's got to do better this time around. He's got to make it happen. Clock is on. And, again, I didn't turn the clock on for him. Well, I did yesterday, and I did weeks ago. But, his, again, his superstar player put, the, put him on the clock yesterday by his comments to the New Orleans media. All right, quick break. When we come back, Alec Sell the Bird Rights will join us. We'll get his take on, 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 again, the Pelican season. Larry Holder will join us at 530. We're also watching the Louisiana legislature. Uh, they are taking up bills today to tax and also, again, legalize recreational marijuana here in, in, uh, in, in the state. So we're watching that very, very closely this afternoon as well. All that coming up here on Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Don't go anywhere. Hi, Eric Ash with Celebrity Chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Opposite. If you're in the market for a quality used car, come visit us at Southern Tire Auto Sales. We have a large selection of pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs for every taste and budget. Every pre-owned vehicle on the lot has been carefully inspected for safety and quality. At Southern Tire Auto Sales, we'll only sell you the best used vehicles, and we'll never sell you something we wouldn't buy ourselves. Financing is available. Hickory and Airline in Menory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. The TikTok Cafe, Causeway South at I-10 in Metairie, is open during the coronavirus shutdown. The TikTok Cafe is offering our menu by way of curbside to-go service. Call the TikTok Cafe now at 504-834-6272 and get a round-the-clock burger special. Breakfast or lunch plate. TikTok Cafe, Causeway South at I-10 in Metairie. Place your order now at 834-6272. That's 834-6272. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. 
So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com, acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Wesley had IRS troubles. They told me I owed them $43,000. It got really bad. Coming after my house, my car, I seriously thought that I was going to lose everything. Wesley called Optima Tax Relief. Oh, they were great people. Optima Tax, they know what they're doing. Optima Tax Relief came through with flying colors. I saved an incredible amount of money. Call Optima Tax Relief. Don't trust anybody else. Call Optima for a free consultation. Call 800-845-8122. 800-845-8122. Optima Tax Relief. Over the past year, I've helped thousands turn their lives around. And today, I'm going to tell you the one simple trick that will change everything. All you have to do is... And now a message from our sponsor. With Progressive, you can bundle your boat, RV, or other outdoor vehicle for great protection and even more savings. Progressive. And that's it. You'll have that for the rest of your lives. I'm so excited for you. Progressive. There's never a bad time for great protection. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com free. That's ZipRecruiter.com free. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Joining us on the program, as he does each and every week, Ali Gassel, The Bird Rights. Ali, how are you today? How you doing, Eric? I'm doing well. I'm looking forward Good. to the start of the playing tournament tonight. Yeah, <laughs> I know. And, and you know, I'm looking forward to the NBA playoffs, as I always do. Uh, obviously, uh, uh, I mean, I'm not happy about the fact that the Pelicans did not make the playing tournament. Um, I mean, I'm not sugarcoating anything uh, in terms of the front office or anything else that's going on uh, out on airline drive with this basketball team. And I was really, as I mentioned to the audience today, I was very happy to see Zion yesterday, not sugarcoat things as well. He, uh, his body language looked like somebody, again, that was not happy about not being in the playoffs. And uh, he pretty much has said, said, said as much. And uh, as I mentioned on the program several times today, he put, he's put the organization on the clock now. You know, it's, it's time to become, again, playoff, uh, perennial playoff team and pushing toward a championship. Yeah, that was the biggest takeaway from uh, my perspective as well from yesterday's all those exit interviews we held with you know David Griffin, the coach Dan Van Gundy, and of course all the players. Look, Zion Williamson all season talked about how the Pelicans, he thought in his opinion, were close, right, and putting things together. I guess making a run at the the playing term of the playoffs. wasn't sure exactly what he was thinking, but he kept on talking about being close. Like I said, he said it several times, and we all kind of you know you know, looked at him kind of sideways, right? Gave you that sideways glance because you just didn't see it, right? The results weren't there. So for him to say what he did yesterday, right, essentially differently, saying that he's disappointed not to make the playoffs and basically said he's not going to talk about saying we're close either, that was refreshing because that's the truth and you can't run from it. And there's a lot of things that need to be done to change that fact to where, you know, the team's better and they start making the playoffs because when you have Zion Williamson, you have to be thinking that way. I agree with you, Ali. Uh, again, you've you've wasted two years now. One year again was was had that was due to injury, and, and again maybe um, handling with kid him handling him with kid gloves last year. Uh, but he played most of the season this year, uh, and uh, look got better every single game. It seemed. I mean, again, his his game uh, uh, it seemed to flourish. 
but we've been, we've, again, we've been down this road several times here in New Orleans. And as I mentioned in my monologue a little bit earlier, we're spoiled by the Saints' sustained success. Uh, you know, no, nobody wants to be able to, in this town is, is pulling for a loser anymore. And, and look, you've got a box office-type player in Zion Williamson, and we've seen Anthony Davis, and we've seen CP3 push their way out of New Orleans because, again, ownership and, and, and feeling that this was not a team that could get, him, get them to the playoffs or to a championship consistently. To me, Griff's on the clock. Again, there, there is no methodical way of building anymore. You've got to bring in veterans that, that you can surround Zion with this year, that, again, that you become a perennial playoff team, and that, again, you're getting better. And, then and again, by the time we get to his qualifying offer, you, you're at least, again, in the mix for a championship. Right. The Pelicans got the toughest chip that every franchise out there is usually trying to get, and that, is, of course, is to land the young superstar. They've got him. Now they need to win, and Eric – usually here's the good thing though for them it takes usually your third year is when you first start seeing these superstars get into mm-hmm. the playoffs right it took chris paul his third year to get in same thing with anthony davis and others Giannis, um lebron took a couple of years so it's not far-fetched to not have that success early but as soon as as, as soon as it seems like you hit year three that needs to start happening and, and on a consistent basis so that's what they're entering this summer. They've got to get the formula right. They've got to figure out the roster, the holes, fill those properly, fix that starting lineup, and have everybody on the same page. All right? No more excuses. We're going to be headed to a normal season. So full practices, a full training camp is expected. So you have to think that the defense, if Stan Van Gundy can carry over what he saw the way the season finished this year, but to carry that over, there's no more excuses, even from the coaches who are fresh, right? They just had a year. Mm-hmm. So everybody's going to have to get it right because Zion cannot miss a playoffs for a third time. That would be kind of unprecedented. Ali, David Griffin spoke to the media yesterday. Your impressions on some of the things that he spoke about? I was hoping to get a little bit more out of him. I mean, he didn't say anything incorrectly, right? He identified, I feel like, the biggest holes in this team. And without a doubt, everybody knows the first one, the perimeter shooting. It's been awful. The Pelicans finished in the bottom five in terms of a three-point percentage. And they didn't shoot enough of them either, Eric. So that's kind of a problem in today's NBA. So they've got to get much better from that um, standpoint. The IQ also has to get better. I don't know how many, how many of those losses they had in clutch time uh, came down to just you know, stupid, silly mistakes yep. where the game was really winnable. Right? All you had to do basically do out on the court, do what the coach said, you win the game. That might have been the difference in whether they made the play in term or not, Eric. Right? Had they not fouled, say, Russell Westbrook on the final possession against the Wizards, never mind mm-hmm. that they relinquished a 10-point lead. The Knicks, we know how that one ended to where they literally just handed the game to the New York Knicks. If you turn around some of those because you have better IQ, better focus, then, like I said, the Pelicans are in the postseason, at least the playing tournament. So they've got to fix that, too. They've just got to be smarter with the basketball. Too many turnovers, guys out of position. Um, and you've got to get some of these stars, especially Brandon and Zion, while they made strides defensively, they're not doing enough on that end, right? So you want to have somebody that's going to also kind of kick them in the gear as well with that kind of veteran, that IQ type of presence that this roster really needs. And lastly, he talked about toughness, and I think he's right too. It seemed like a lot of times, Eric, this team took a punch. Uh, They weren't able to recover, even though they seemed to fight, right? They never truly gave up in games. It seemed like there was always a haymaker or two where they give up an 18, 15-point lead in, in a matter of a couple of minutes. So they have to be tougher, tougher mentally as well. So Griff nailed all those 
three points, right? The three-point shooting's got to improve. The better they need to have a better IQ and, of course, the toughness. But other than that, he didn't really impress me with what he had to say, right? He didn't give you basically any perspective on whether they're going to sign Lonzo Ball, which direction they're thinking of heading, other than saying, of course, we're going to build a roster that fits around Zion and Brandon Ingram. I'm going to put the general manager's cap on you now. What needs to be done in the offseason? How do you rid yourself of bad contracts? And uh, what's the decision on, on Lonzo Ball? And what do the, does this team need? And maybe some players that you think may be able to fit what they're going to try to build around Zion Williamson. Yeah, the first thing you've got to do is you've got to move off that Eric Bledsoe contract. Obviously, they kept him here uh, throughout the season, trying to keep his any kind of value they could save inflated because he stayed in that starting lineup when he definitely didn't deserve it. So you, no more charades. You've got to move off of him, get somebody that's going to give you legitimate production on either end of the floor because they gave you none. Um, second thing, you've got to address that Lonzo Ball contract. And, Eric, I've been doing a lot of research and looking at the numbers since the season ended, and I feel like the Pelicans can't continue with Lonzo, Brandon Ingram, and Zion together. Of course you're keeping Zion. So the question comes down to the other two players. Everybody thinks that, of course, this means Lonzo should go. His contract is up this offseason. Mm-hmm. Brandon's been touted as one of the cornerstones for a year. He scores, obviously, about 25 points a game, the former all-star. But when I look at these numbers, I feel like the better play is keeping Lonzo and trying to move Ingram. Um, I'm going to have an article up on that soon. But I, I just feel like when you, when you look at this team's ills and what it needs to be corrected, it's hard to have Ingram and Zahn out there to where the numbers support it, right? They, they, they weren't positives when they were together. But when you put Lonzo and Zion and some of these young guys, this team was its best, at its best. So, of course, you got to answer that Lonzo question. I'm curious to see what they're going to do. I think, right, Eric, it's all going to take on whether one team makes some big offer and restrict a free agency, like kind of what Phoenix did to the Pelicans with, of course, uh, Eric Gordon, should say the Hornets back then. If that happens... David Griff's not going to have an easy choice. He may have to let him go. Hopefully he can get something in return in some kind of signing trade. But if, he, if, if that team doesn't show up, I would like for, to see uh, Lonzo return. You know, unless you can okay. get a Kyle Lowry, Chris Paul, which I don't foresee happening, you're going to still need mm-hmm. a point guard. And I'm not ready to see Kyra Lewis or Nikhil be given those keys. I don't think they showed you enough to where you can trust them in a year where you've got to start winning, right? So, yep. like I said, I wouldn't mind seeing Lonzo come back. But then for the rest, you've got to figure out a way to maybe get a good talent that really does fit with Zion. So explore the market. Can Bradley Beal, will he be made available? If not, I'm hearing maybe rumors Jalen Brown could be. Uh, De'Aaron Fox, right? you got to find maybe somebody, Malcolm Brogdon, right? The Pacers have really imploded mm-hmm. over the last couple of months. So I feel like you've got to really kick the tires if you're David Griffin, too. So you got to look at basically all three of those things all at once this offseason and figure out the best-fitting formula moving forward when you look at steven adams and his contract 17 million next year 17.9 the following year it looks as though again they maybe they need a more athletic center next to zion uh, what do you do about that contract in, in a league that's going away from again the the, the you know the big man uh that in, in the mold of, of a steven adams i would like to see it moved um say boston right they don't think it's um, they're in their best interest to keep Jalen Brown going along with Marcus Smart and uh, Jason Tatum. So maybe you could include Stephen Adams because Boston needs a center. Maybe they'd be willing to take him on and mm-hmm. basically be used as salary ballots to bring Brown to New Orleans. 
that's kind of the, the scenarios I'm playing in my head because a lot of teams okay. kind of want Bledsoe, especially winning teams, Eric, but they may want Adam. And I feel like mm-hmm. they made that mistake by extending him, even though, thankfully, it's for $17 million, not $27 million, what he made this past year. But right. still, it's too much in today's NBA. He doesn't give you enough. I mean, we've talked about several times this year. He doesn't move the needle enough to where he's going to defend the rim like Jackson Hayes can, like these athletic young centers, or stretch the floor offensively. He doesn't even give you enough, like, say, Billy Hernan Gomez, who's at least an offensive threat, right? Catches anywhere around maybe up to the free throw line and anything going towards the rim. He does a lot more offensively for him than Steven did. So I think they've got to try and move off him if they can. But, again, I'm not counting on it. For sure, though, you've got to move away from Eric Bledsoe. Talk about the um, the draft and, and, and the lottery and, and uh, of course, the uh, the possibility of the Pelicans holding on to that pick. Do you anticipate them holding on to that pick? Uh, or, or, or again, possibly, um, um, possibly moving off off that pick and maybe trying to get a veteran, uh, adding another young piece. Is that what they is that what they should do or shouldn't do? Your thoughts? Yeah. So, Eric, a big day is going to be actually a week from today. I think uh, May twenty fifth to where they're going to hold a drawing, right? Because three teams, including New Orleans, finished tied for the eighth worst record at thirty one forty one. New Orleans, Sacramento, and the Bulls. So they'll hold a drawing. Hopefully it'll fall New Orleans' way, and they end up drawing the eighth overall first-round pick. If not, you know, they could end up ninth or tenth as well. But in that range, you're hoping that somehow you get lucky, right? The ball, the balls uh, work your way to where they actually, when they hold the draft lottery um, later on, that the Pelicans will have enough of a chance to move inside the top four. And if they can do that, that's where things, I think, get really interesting, right? If, if you're David Griffin, of course, you have to explore keeping a Cade Cunningham, a Jalen Suggs, uh, Evan mm-hmm. Mobley, because they look like potential stars in this league. And even though Zion wants to start winning now, you still can't give up on the rest of this future, right? We saw what Del Dempsey did with Anthony Davis, trying to throw everything in and uh, basically build a winner. And then, of course, the young talent stopped coming in. I don't think David Griffin should choose that route. But if, of course, you dangle a carrot like that and you can bring in a Bradley Beal, Jalen Brown, one of these good complementary stars is on, then I think you probably have to explore it and do it. Of course, your odds will be better if you can move up into the top four of a lottery. But, Eric, I think everything's on the table. So that's what makes this interesting. Um, there's no real, I think, easy path for David Griffin. So he's got to explore everything. He just simply has to make this team better and find pieces that fit around Zion. That means playing better defensively as a unit, playing more of a modern game, right? Being able to rely on three-point shooting. And, of course, having that veteran leadership to win the game that have those key moments down the stretch of games. Pelicans uh, um, getting the Los Angeles first-round pick this year, but it's now, again, because they, they finished between 8 and 30. That's going to be deferred. Uh, but they have a plethora of second-round picks. Matter of fact, I'm, I'm, I'm counting, I think, four or five second-round picks that they, they might have their hands on uh, this year. Uh, I mean, look, they, they can't bring all the second-round picks on. How do they utilize no. them? My guess is unless somebody is willing to um, take a few of those and then give the Pelicans another first-rounder and there's somebody sitting there that they like, I foresee that somehow, one way or another, those second-rounders are going to get flipped whether it converts um, into a player this year for New Orleans or like they did this past draft, right, Eric? They just 
trade away a couple of their second rounders for future second rounders. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm envisioning something along those lines because second rounders aren't, aren't worth that much uh, in today's currency no, landscape. Just assets market. to be able to add to and a deal, right? Right, exactly. So unless they can hit a home run somehow uh, and, and where you want to you need to add a few of those um, outside type of uh, assets, the smaller ones, then mm-hmm. no, I, I don't foresee much happening with this second, you know, the, those second round picks. They've already got nine players under contract. But they yep. could have 11 if they pick up the contrast of Didi and Winion, right? So you've already got your first rounder, so you keep that. That's 12. And let's say you flip Bledsoe for another player. I mean, there's not much more wiggle room, especially to take on all of those second rounders. So that's not going to happen for sure. How do they reduce this salary? Uh, again, being so top heavy, especially again when you got to match salaries in deals. You, like I said, you've got to move off of Bledsoe, and hopefully some team will, will, is willing to take them and take them in their cap space. But how much right. are you going to have to send out in terms of an asset, Eric? Right? I doubt yeah. seconds will do. It. We've talked about that. It's probably going to cost a good first, and I don't think Griff wants to do that. So that's the difficult question. That's why I think you've got to use the salary you've got on the books in Bledsoe and or Adams, and to bring in the talent that you need to improve the roster. Mm-hmm. They're not going to be swimming in cap space. They're not going to take that route. This doesn't make any sense when you look at the construction of the, what they have um, on, the, on the books as it exists. So they, they, they're in a bind. I mean, there's no two ways about it, Eric. Yep, they no they can't pick and choose who they want. They, they're going to need to find a willing trade partner that's going to give Griff what he wants, but at kind of a reasonable price. And I, I'm just not so hopeful that's going to happen. That's why I foresee maybe they'll re-sign Lonzo but they'll at least move off a of Bledsoe um, and then just try and fill in the holes from there and then try and make a decision on whether you move Alonzo or Ingram if they start slowly again next year. Yeah. Unless, and, like, and of course, you've got Josh Hart happens, sitting out there as well. Yeah. yeah, Josh I mean, Hart. It's hard to imagine, right? You bring back Lonzo and Josh Hart when it's probably mm-hmm. going to combine for $40 million, and it's going to put you up right. against the luxury tax once again. So I, that's not a good plan, and I hope they don't take that route. Ali, always appreciate the time. Let us know what you guys are covering over the bird rights and, of course, how folks can follow you on social media. Right. So as I mentioned earlier, I'm really looking into this whole – everybody thinks that if we're going to lose somebody, it's going to be Lonzo. Now I'm really thinking that he's the better fit next to Zion because all the numbers screen that. So I'm, I'm writing that up now. Hopefully we'll get that post on the site uh, sometime tomorrow. But check us out over at www.thebirdrights.com. Always a pleasure, my friend. Thanks so much for your time. Absolutely. Take care, Eric. Have a good night. At Ali Gassel on Twitter. Uh, that is Ali Gassel, the bird rights. Hey, don't forget about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. Uh, generator sales and service. If you're in the market for a generator, think Burkhart. Uh, they'll come out, do a consultation with you, find out what you're looking for in terms of a generator, uh, and then do a single-day install. Financing available generators, you can pay that over time. Also, a new install quality check after one month. If you have a generator and utilize it over 100 hours during the last storm season, you've got to get it serviced by a professional. Let Burkhart do that for you. They can service that generator for you. You need 24-7, 365 emergency service, Burkhart can handle that for you as well. Burkhart Air Conditioning, Heating, uh, Generator Sales and Service. They're the experts. That's acpromise.com, acpromise.com.
Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon restaurant so good hi eric asher here with my good friend mike that will see the tiktok cafe what'd you say eric hey mike you know what my prescription medication the tiktok cafe have in common what's that they cause drowsiness dizziness nausea cramps diarrhea blurred vision muscle aches gas heartburn upset stomach constipation weight changes decreased sex drive impudence dry mouth ringing in the ears depression oh yeah and suicidal thoughts it's the tiktok cafe Causeway I-10 in Metairie. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Miata Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency. So we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or me at insagency.com. Are you looking to add more ground clearance or enjoy new terrains? Or you want to improve the ride quality and hauling capacity of your car, truck, or SUV? Then Southern Tire has the answer. We are your lift and leveling kit experts. If you enjoy going off-road, Southern Tire has the lift kit for your vehicle. Our suspension lift kits will increase ground clearance and the performance of your vehicle. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com to check out all the services we provide to our customers. Are you ready for the stifling New Orleans heat this year? Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to getting my AC ready each and every year, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Eating. With 30 years in the business, they really know what they're doing and they can work on any AC system on the market. Burkhart gets your system running right. They can find and fix the problems before you really need that AC this year. Schedule your tune-up now with Burkhart at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Listen to WRKN 106.1 on Alexa, sponsored by Indeed. Say, Alexa, play WRKN 106.1. With screening tools that help you find quality candidates faster, Indeed helps avoid the speed bumps of hiring. Sponsor a job and only pay for applications you need. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. Stressed out? Try Stress Balls de-stressing gummies. Eat a couple, and you'll feel like... That's because Stress Balls gummies contain a clinically proven herb called ashwagandha that becomes more effective over time at relieving stress. So later, your whole body feels like... Until eventually your whole world feels like... Turn your stress life into your best life with Stress Balls gummy supplements. Do you hear my computer career ads and think, I don't know anything about computers? Well, you don't have to. Before starting, many graduates could turn a computer on and off. And that's it. Now they're IT pros. You could do it too. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation. You could start your new life in as little as four months. Grants covering up to 53% of the cost are available to those who qualify. It's not rocket science. It's My Computer Career.
Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. This just in from the Louisiana House. Louisiana House has rejected bills today that would have taxed recreational marijuana and legalized it. Uh, it now uh, puts the uh, situation in terms of the legalization of marijuana here in the state of Louisiana back at least two years. Uh, this is a fiscal session. Uh, the, the Louisiana House could have at least, again, allowed the taxing mechanisms to go forward. Uh, so, again, this could have been uh, brought up again in next year's session, which is a non-taxing session. But uh, now, it, again, 2022 is the next fiscal session. Uh, so, again, it will be now at least until 2023 uh, before... Uh, Legalization of marijuana comes back up in, in, in the uh, state legislature. We'll talk about that as we open up hour number two. Uh, also, Larry Holder of The Athletic will join us on the program talking Saints and Pelicans. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Don't move. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Are you ready for the stifling New Orleans heat this year? Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to getting my AC ready each and every year, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Eating. With 30 years in the business, they really know what they're doing, and they can work on any AC system on the market. Burkhardt gets your system running right. They can find and fix the problems before you really need that AC this year. Schedule your tune-up now with Burkhardt at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Kind of party. 
I like this kind of party, baby. Welcome back to another uh, to uh, Inside New Orleans, hour number two. I'm your host, Eric Asher, 106.1 FM NASH Icon, the iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, NASH FM 106.1. Our podcast available on all the major podcasting platforms. Anchor is our home base, uh, but you can check us out on all the major podcasting platforms. Uh, Larry Holder will join us in the second hour around 5.35 this afternoon, uh, and we'll talk to him about Pelicans and Saints. Don't forget about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports, Jeff Duncan, of the athletic will join us on the program this week, and uh, of course we'll talk uh, we'll talk everything in the sports with uh, with Jeff. Uh, I mentioned I teased it on the way out. Uh, the Louisiana House today has voted 48 to 47 against the taxation of legalization of rec- recreational mar- marijuana. Uh, it comes on the heels of the House voting in favor of the decriminalization of marijuana, and also allowing the smokable flower to be prescribed as part of the state's medical marijuana program. Now, what's interesting about this is, is that residents uh, across Louisiana uh, are supporting the legalization of recreational marijuana. Uh, The new JMC poll has 67% of Louisiana residents in favor of legalization of marijuana for recreational use. Then they even dug a little bit deeper, and they went into the conservative districts in the state of Louisiana. Uh, and, And in those conservative districts, uh, people in those districts were in favor of legalization by a margin of three to one. Uh, the JMC poll centered on housing districts 28, 47, 49, 52, uh, 53, 78, 70, 84, where I, where I live, and, and 94. All conservative districts all voted for President Trump over, President, over, over current President Biden. Uh, in some cases, the poll was overwhelmingly in favor of legalization of marijuana in some of these districts by to 80 to 85 percent in favor of legalization. But legislators are not getting the message, including my House District uh, Representative, uh, Representative John Ilg, uh, again, who is again his, his first uh, foreway into the uh, uh, in, into the uh, state legislature, uh, despite, again, his district uh, in favor of legalization of recreational marijuana. He voted against decriminalization last week. Uh, the poll numbers for, for district for the district are 79% for, 3% against legalization. 72% uh, again uh, uh, oppose keeping uh, possession of marijuana illegal. 79% uh, are in favor of legalization of medical and recreational marijuana. 72% want a candidate that's in favor of legalization. That's just in my district, Okay. But this is across the board in conservative districts here in the state. So the, the question is, again, why would state representatives vote against what the majority of his or her district wants? It's mind-blowing. Especially when you talk about 67% legal, legalization support statewide. You know, how could the governor, house reps, state senators ignore the will of the people? Now, there are six bills uh, that have been introduced in this session that we either decriminalize or legalize or set up taxing mechanisms for legal cannabis in the state of Louisiana. Uh, we all know, again, that Re- Representative Richard Nelson 
of Mandeville has been the one that really kind of has led the way. He's introduced multiple bills in this session. One would allow adults 21 and over to purchase and possess marijuana from, from uh, legal, legal, uh, legally licensed retailers. Uh, possession up to two and a half pounds of cannabis would be lawful. Regulators would be tasked with creating permits for adults to grow from one to, uh, to six plants for personal use. There would be one um, uh, uh, bill that would levy a 15% tax on cannabis products in addition to state and local taxes. It would also divide the tax revenue between the state's general fund and local jurisdictions uh, where the sales take place. Another would impose a 2500 annual fee on a cannabis business license and $100 annual fee on personal cultivation permits. Now, he's not the only individual that, that has introduced these bills. We, both Republicans and Democrats have, have introduced bills during this session. But let me say this, ladies and gentlemen. Let's, let's just for one second look at this through a different lens, a different prism. Let's table the social implications for a moment, which has been utilized uh, in a lot of states to have legalization, decriminalization uh, go through. Uh, even though we know the stats show that, the again, minority users, okay, uh, of, of, of marijuana are more likely to receive harsher penalties than whites. Let's look at legalization through an economic lens, which is the way I'm looking at it, okay? The bills that were defeated would have produced over $100 million in new revenue per year for the state of Louisiana. $100 million in new revenue per year at a tax rate of 50%, 25% going to the general fund, 25% going to local governments, and of the local government money, 20% was of that local share was going to go to law enforcement. Now, as a state and a region, an economic development boost. There's no doubt about it. you got the White House that's poised to be able to target the petrochemical industry, uh, and then you've got tourism, uh, the, the, that industry that's reeling from the pan- pandemic. So, again, we're in a pickle right now here in, the, in, in Louisiana. We're in a position now where we need to diversify our economy quickly. There is a clean growth industry. It's marijuana. We're seeing it already around the country. Based on taxes collectors, when you talk about businesses, jobs created in the states that have legalized recreational marijuana, there is no doubt in my mind, and, and again, in most economists' mind, that this could be a, an economic boom in Louisiana. You're talking about $100 million in new revenue. New revenue. Didn't have to do anything. But again, sign the paper, legalize it, move forward on the mechanism to tax. We would also, again, would have been the first state in the Deep South to legalize marijuana. Now, Colorado, who, again, was the first state to legalize marijuana back in 2012, dedicated their, their, their revenue to schools. They picked up so much revenue, new revenue, again, that they didn't have enough, that, that the money was overflowing. They had to move the money back into the general fund because all the schools were taken care of. Louisiana could, in, in my opinion, could have dedicated it to infrastructure. Not putting in the general fund, infrastructure. We need roads, we need bridges, we need water, sewage, coastal protection. These are all things that, again, everyone can agree on in this state that we need. And there needs to be a revenue source also to be able to make sure these things are getting done. Even with new federal money that's supposed to be coming in, uh, you know, from, from uh, President Biden's administration. Some of those funds could have been earmarked for law enforcement, much like, again, they did there, considering they're going to lose a current revenue source if legalization becomes law. But this is just ignoring what the people want. The pendulum has swung in the United States, but also in Louisiana, when it comes to citizens wanting the end of marijuana prohibition. The people of each parish should be able to vote on this on a parish-by-parish vote like we did with gambling. Look, if you don't want it in your parish, vote against it. But that doesn't mean, again, a neighboring parish doesn't want to take advantage of the revenue that's there. 
And we saw this. And we also see the slow drag on this like we saw with sports betting. You know, again, they could have put the taxing situation, uh, the taxing bills, uh, passed those bills, had those bills signed in the law, instead of, again, doing the slow drag on us so that, again, sports betting uh, does, it doesn't go into effect in Louisiana. And then, oh, by the way, we're turning around and Mississippi's beat us to the punch again. Currently, marijuana for recreational use is, is legal in 17 states, Washington, D.C., Guam. Vermont will be the 18th state that will be legal in 2022. Louisiana, as I mentioned, would have been the first state in the Deep South to legalize marijuana for recreational use, putting the state in an advantageous position to get ahead of the rest of the South. Unlike sports betting, unlike casino gambling, where Mississippi kicked our ass, and then the windfall for Louisiana residents. I mean, we've seen this before. You know, Mississippi got the windfall when, again, Louisiana residents started crossing the border to, to again, to, to, to play uh, uh, gambling. In, in their casinos, but also to do sports betting during this last season. Filling up their tax coffers with Louisiana taxpayers' cash. And then I ask this question, ladies and gentlemen. When is the last time we had an industry come into this state, employ Louisiana citizens, allow Louisiana citizens to create their own businesses, to buy, to build, buy, or rent brick-and-mortar uh, locations without state subsidies? Think about that for a second. We have to bribe businesses to come to Louisiana. We've got to give them state subsidies to come to Louisiana. This industry, we did not have to. Okay? Okay? Nobody's asking the state uh, for, for a nickel. From the growers to the retail to marketing, they're not asking the state for a nickel. Instead, the state gets the windfall in, in tax revenue to the tune of $100 million a year. It's an industry that doesn't pollute, that any entrepreneur has an equal shot of building a business. It doesn't, again, that just doesn't happen uh, when you talk about in Louisiana without giving subsidies. Up until now with the legalization of cannabis uh, in Louisiana. Now, New Orleans and the other metropolitan areas of the state are all in on decriminalization. We're seeing it. Look, in New Orleans, it's almost a free-for-all. They're not even going to be giving ticket for mar- tickets for marijuana anymore here in, here, in, here in Orleans Parish. But yet, they're not getting the tax revenue from it. I mean, there's, there's a there's a treasure chest of money out there that we could utilize, not just in the city of New Orleans, but the surrounding parishes in the state that we're not tapping into right now. The United States Congress has taken up legalization bills. This would have given us an opportunity for Louisiana to get ahead of the rest of the South and, and, and tap into the revenue derived from, 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 uh, from legalization. Look, I'm 60 years old, okay? Uh, I grew up in the 60s, grew up in the 70s. Uh, marijuana's been almost, been, it's been almost 100 years since marijuana was... Um, was, was deemed illegal in, in the United States. Generations of Americans have smoked pot. Individuals that are in that legislature right now that voted against the, the, um, the taxing me- mechanism and will probably vote against legalization later on today have smoked pot or a smoking pot. Okay? The stigma's off marijuana as a gateway drug. It's no more harmful than alcohol. Millions of Americans, again, are, are forced to break the law, an outdated law, to partake in marijuana, or marijuana use, whether it's recreational or if their state doesn't allow it, medicinal purposes. This was a chance for Louisiana to get ahead of the game here. Again, at a time when we're reeling, to be able to get, again, uh, the extra revenue that, that, again, could help us going forward in, in, in a growth industry. Unfortunately, this legislature, this governor, will not do what the people want. 67% of the people in the JMC poll uh, want, want legalization of recreational marijuana and, and the benefits that come from that through tax revenue. 
Unfortunately, again, we won't see the land yet, but that tax revenue windfall from marijuana and what it can bring to our state for the, at least the next two years. Effectively killing that today by the state, uh, by again, the, the state house saying uh, in a vote of 48 to 47 uh, that they would not go forward with the taxing mechanism. And as I mentioned, next year is not a fiscal session. They did it with sports betting to us, where, again, uh, they passed sports betting, but yet they didn't have the taxing mechanism, and we've had to wait, and we've had to wait, and we've had to wait. And now with uh, the next fiscal session in 2022, we'll have to wait once again to see if this, this, uh, this can come up with, again, again, the majority of Louisianians, even the most conservative Republicans in Louisianians, in favor of, again, legalization of recreational marijuana and, again, the taxing benefits and the revenue that comes with it. Just goes to show you, folks, it doesn't matter what the people want. It's what those individuals in the legislature want. Because if they would have read the polls, if they would listen to the people, we'd be looking at, again, a windfall of revenue over the next few years and get ahead of the other southern states before, again, they legalize it. And then we, we are, again, coming up on the rear once again. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Whether you agree with legalization of marijuana or not, that is your choice. You could vote against it in your parish. But again, you can't, you can't look this gift horse in the mouth in terms of the, uh, of the $100 million in revenue that would have been coming to the state each and every year at, at a time when next year, when we get into, again, back into a fiscal crisis, when, the, when, again, the federal money dries up from COVID-19, we'll be searching for revenue. It is what it is. It is Louisiana. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll continue the conversation. You're listening to, listening to Inside New Orleans. Don't forget about my friends over at Southern Tire Hickory and Airline in Metairie. Uh, again, I've talked to you a lot about tire siping, especially with the wet weather we're having right now, folks. Uh, it's something you might want to consider, especially if you're in charge of a fleet account. Uh, if you're in charge of a fleet account, again, you've got, you've got to deal with so many, again, different vehicles. Uh, you want to be able to save money on tires? Tire siping is the answer. Uh, it can handle the wet streets. It can help you handle the wet streets in New Orleans. Uh, also, again, tire siping will improve your gas mileage and the traction on, on wet streets and also managing the uh, tire heat in the dog days of New Orleans summer. Uh, they have the state-of-the-art tire siping machines at Southern Tire, literally putting, again, these small slices in the tread of your tire that, again, help the tire grip the road while managing the tire heat. Extends the life of the tire and, again, allows you to, save, to, to, to stop quickly and safely. Uh, if you want to find out more, uh, call Southern Tire at 737-1558. Go to southerntire.com and check it out there. Or, again, head on over to Southern Tire. They're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, uh, Saturday from 8 to 3. And they'll be happy to, again, take you, take you in, uh, and, and give you a tutorial on, on tire siping and how it can help you, whether, again, it's your individual vehicle or, again, you're in charge of a fleet account. Think tire siping from Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline and Metairie, owned by the Piazza family since 1972. If you want a little soul with your country, then you're with us. New Orleans country, from the classics to the songs that matter. Your country is on 1061 Nash Icon or anytime at NashFM1061.com. This report is sponsored by Staples Stores. Staples Connect helps your business grow with custom printed sales and marketing materials. Now get 15% off signs, posters, and decals when you spend $75 or more. Offer ends 529. Visit staples.com slash signage for details. Staples Connect, the working and learning store. Delays remain solid if you're traveling along the Crescent City Connection eastbound coming into the city from before Chapatulas to the Camp Street exit. If you're traveling along the Pontchartrain Expressway on the westbound side, delays remain solid from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the Chapatulas St. Peter's exit. Delays are steady on 10 westbound 
right right around North Claiborne. At 10 eastbound, your delays remain steady from Orleans to the high rise. And on the 610 on the eastbound side, your delays are steady from just past St. Bernard to the 10610 merge. I'm at Robinson. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory is open during the coronavirus shutdown. Bienvenue is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by way of curbside service or our drive-up window at 467 Hickory Avenue. Our wait staff will deliver to your door or use waiter. Check out our menu today at bienvenueharahan.com. Then place your order at 504-305-4792. That's 504-305-4792. Gift cards are available. Order today from Bienvenue on Hickory, 305 4792. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice fillets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff and all the sports you can handle if you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system you want someone who will be there to help right away take it from me eric asher when it comes to repair there's no one i trust more than my friends at burkhardt air conditioning and heating burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system and you can call them anytime the team has years of experience and they know how to get you up and running fast so when you need help with your ac or heating system you want someone who will be there right away Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com, acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Back to Inside New Orleans. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. In the market for a new air conditioning system, think Burkhart. Uh, they are authorized to sell some of the top brands in the industry. Uh, ask about their 25% energy reduction guarantee. Ask about financing. Uh, that financing available as well. And, of course, don't forget Burkhart uh, there before and after the sale. Uh, 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home. They'll sit down with you, do a consultation with you, find out again what you're looking for in terms of an air conditioning system. Um, then they'll come in, measure your home, state-of-the-art equipment, making sure they got the right load right on, on, on again, cooling air every single room or in your home. And then you're going to save money. You're going to save money each and every month on the electric bill because, again, today's systems uh, are much more energy efficient. 
Uh, again, especially if you've got a system that's older, uh, that's still using uh, 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 Freon, uh, which is, again, uh, being, uh, uh, being, out, uh, being take, taken away uh, from, from us here in, in the United States. It's being, uh, so there's an opportunity for you to be able to uh, upgrade your system, uh, save money, and, of course, again, get that brand-new uh, 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 warranty as well, especially with a matter that has a lifetime replacement warranty on air-conditioned heat pumps, the most comprehensive limited warranty coverage on the market. But, again, more than a matter. They, again, they, they sell some of the top brands in the industry. Uh, if you're looking for a, a company you can trust with your next system, uh, think, um, uh, think Burkhart. Uh, again, Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Promise.com. North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank, they got you covered. Don't sign that contract with a new company or any company until, uh, again, you have my friends from Burkhart at least come out and give you a price on a new system. All right. Um, let's shift gears from, again, the legalization of, of uh, recreational marijuana, which, again, was all but defeated in today's uh, vote in the Louisiana House, uh, to the sports world. Larry Holder of The Athletic joins us on the show. As, uh, again, we talk a little bit about the Pelicans and the Saints. Larry's had two fantastic articles on The Athletic over the last few days uh, that are just must-read must read articles. Larry, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for joining us. You got it, E. How are you, buddy? Doing great. Larry, first, before we get started, tell the folks about The Athletic, how they can subscribe, because if they're not subscribing, uh, they're missing out on, on some really great articles that you've been doing on The Saints. Of course, uh, again, your colleagues here in New Orleans, but not just that. I mean, I think the best um, uh, writers in, in the entire world, when you look at it as a group, uh, on, again, on every single sport that's out there, tell us a little bit about it. Oh, absolutely. I would agree. Uh, the best collection of sports writers in the world. No doubt. I, I would absolutely say that. Uh, but it's also not just local levels. Look, it's myself, Jeff Duncan, Catherine Terrell, Will Guillory, Brody Miller. Uh, you know, we've all been doing this for a long time, and so uh, it's in-depth articles, in-depth uh, analysis, opinions. Of course, we've been doing this. Heck, I've almost been there for three years now. So it's, uh, it's, been, uh, it's been quite a journey uh, since my days in Constantine, but very rewarding at The Athletic. So theathletic.com slash New Orleans. Uh, and I can tell you, limited time, we've got the dollar per month special going back again. So jump on there. Jump on any of my articles, theathletic.com slash New Orleans or at Larry Holder. You can find all my articles there, too. Uh, the last one was really outstanding. Uh, again, talking about again what what are what are what the the numbers tell us about reasonable expectation for NFL rookies? Because a lot of us believe that again, especially you go in the first or second round, rookies need to be plug and play, and they, and again they have to contribute immediately. What did you what did your study uh, tell you? When you look at and it depends, I I, I kind of leveled out the uh, a few different tiers. And it would be, say, a top 120 player in the league that year, a top 270 player in the league that year, and, say, a top 600 player in the league that year. And if you think of a top 600 player, that would be basically about the top one-third of the league as far as players, production, you know, regular starter, contributor, this, that, and the other. It varies. So – it's you're always thinking, okay, someone's got to come in and play right away, or someone's got to come in and uh, be a major contributor right away. And it's hard to do. I mean, it, it is really, really hard to do. And but the Saints have had a few of these the last. And my study that I did on the athletic went for five years, just because I wanted to kind of localize the trends 
and keep it keep it recent. And so, um, when you look at it, it's rare to have a Pro Bowl player. It's rare to have an All Pro player to come in. Uh, but it's also rare just to even have, say, someone within the top 270 players valued in the league that year. And if you have one of those, I mean, that's still a very good player, but it's rare. And so I, you add both of those up, and I did through the last five years, my uh, my calculations came up about 6% of rookies, you know, in their first year of the almost 1,300 players drafted in the last five years, excluding 2021. So I'm going 2016 to 2020. Mm-hmm. About 6% of them came up to be top 270 players. So if you're really starving for someone, a rookie, to come in and play right away and be a big-time player, it is uh, 94% likely that that's not going to happen. So, huh. uh, that it, it's uh, yeah, it, it's amazing when you, when you kind of see these numbers. Uh, now, some you, you always kind of get mystified by the big names that have happened, and a couple of players I highlighted uh, in that article were Quentin Nelson from the Colts. There, uh-huh. uh, he is three for three, Pro Bowl, first team All Pro, all three years. That is uh, one of the best stretches in the history of the league. And then Alvin Kamara, someone who comes in and is instant dynamite, that is the rare of the rare of the rare. That doesn't normally happen. So it it was more – hey, you know, Eric, as many times as I come on and I talk about some of the articles that I write about, uh, I'm doing the research so I can learn. So when I see these numbers, it's really kind of telling when – the numbers pop up and it's yeah. So look, that's it's, and I do a lot of this just because, you know, the saints three top three picks, you assume that they need to play right away. Yes. And so that's where kind of my Genesis came from. So last week I had an article about the Saints in those three positions, edge mm-hmm. rusher, linebacker corner, because those were one, two, three, their top three picks. And then I kind of broadened it out. And so, uh, yeah, so, when I'm writing these things, I'm learning just uh, just along with, with the reader. I'm learning uh, just as much as they are. So really the expectations are, 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 are really too high in a lot of cases for a lot of these rookies to come in and be instant impact players. Uh, they really, when you look at the stats as you lay it out, it's, it's few and far between, right? Oh, absolutely. And it's – you think of a first-round pick and you're thinking, oh, they have to come in and be – instant impact players and that just is not the case uh it's i'd like to say i'm trying to do the math uh, or just remember right off the top of my head uh of the the five-year study i did i think it was around less than three percent were pro bowl all pro type of players and so that is so rare and so it's. It, I'll just put it to you this way: some of the rarities, and the Saints have a few of them, mm-hmm. were Marshawn Lattimore, Alvin right. Kamara, Ryan Ramchek, and you're, you're also thinking players like Kyler Murray, and I mentioned Quentin Nelson, but someone like uh, Darius Leonard, uh, linebacker from the Colts. And so 
you hear these big names and say, oh, wow, this has to, you know, people are assuming that all of their first round picks should be that way. I mean, that's just not the, the, the way it is. And I mentioned Kamara. I mean, he wasn't a first round pick and Leonard nope. was not a first round pick. And so mm-hmm. that does not happen. It is a handful of players in year one that can help you right away. A lot of these players need to still, they could be good, good players or solid players, but it is so rare that someone comes in and is an instant big-time player for you. What's amazing about this is when you look at this draft under Jeff Ireland and you, and you match it up against the statistics that, that, again, that you've been able to research, you look at the drafts and the number of players who have been plug-and-play for this team on a championship-like team, I mean, that's remarkable. Oh, absolutely. Uh, you look at 2016 uh, in that, say, top 120 status, uh, Michael Thomas was in there. You look at the next year, they had three players. So, uh, But that also goes to show you the Saints got better and the other draft classes, uh, we're still looking to see. Uh, say mm-hmm. Eric McCoy, he was in that, say, top 270 range, which is good. Right. Like, that's, that's really good. Like, let's not – if you're a top 270 player in the NFL, do the math. It is 53 players times 32, and that's a heck of a lot of players. So if you're in the top 270, you're still a very, very good player, especially if you're a rookie, so you're one. Right. So McCoy's in that number, too. But, but, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's part of the reason why the Saints made such a great push. Uh, you look at also – say, in the 2018 draft with the Ravens. I mean, they did such a great job drafting. Mm-hmm. Uh, through three years, you put them, the 2018 Colts, the 2017 Saints, you put those three draft classes three years in, and they stack up against and are better than some of the best draft classes you could say in the last 30 years, three years in. So, But, yeah, the Saints are right up there. I mean, also, of course, you got to put in that – 2006 class, but I mean, if you're talking Jeff Ireland, look, right. he's done a remarkable job. There's no question about it, but, but now the players that Jeff Ireland and the staff have looked at, I mean, they've got to start producing after that 2017 class, so we need to start seeing it all the way around from them because, I mean, we're at a point where the Saints desperately need those guys to step up now, yep. a few years down the line. No, there's no doubt. I mean, again, look, you can... Uh... You know, Davenport is still up in the air. Traquan Smith played a lot for this team, but he's not been spectacular. You look at the 2018 draft, uh, Jamerson Moore uh, ended up going to other teams. Boston Scott's uh, still getting some starting time with the Philadelphia Eagles. Clapp is still on the team. Uh, you look at last year, McCoy obviously was a plug-and-play guy for you. Uh, so was Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. Uh, Hampton was a special team guy. Mack got cut. Ellis is, is still on the roster. Uh, but, again, guys that made an impact in their first year, uh, again, just as a, a, a football fan, you around and you think, okay, first, second-round pick, they're going to, but they don't always do based, on, based on, on your research. And it just goes to show you how well he has drafted uh, for the most part here, where, again, even with a, a, a stacked roster, these guys have been able to come in and play. Well, let's look at Cesar Ruiz. I mean, look, first round right. pick, he started plenty enough games. And when you mm-hmm. look at it in that sense, uh, you're probably hoping for a little bit better uh, just because he didn't actually start every game. I mean, it took him rotating in with Nick Easton. and mm-hmm. But now they need, I mean, they need him to play now. I mean, there's no, there's no question no about doubt. that. Someone like Adam Troutman, he needs to play now. 
mean, yeah, he's no going to play this year. That. He's going to get the right. majority of the snaps this year. Right. He's our number one tight end. It's got to work. So uh, it's uh, you, you, the one, and it's funny, I'm, and uh, kudos to a commenter actually on The Athletic saying, right. Larry, I'd like you to do the research to see where players have gone value-wise rookie year to year three or through year three mm-hmm. because that's when fifth-year options are coming in. I mean, anytime someone does that, I mean, the bullseye and the, and the spotlight pops right on Marcus Davenport. Mm-hmm. I mean, he is, he is uh, went from year one, okay, year two, got a little bit better. Year three, fell off the map. Yep. So, what do you, so I, I, look, that's why tons of eyes are on there. And let's be frank, I mean, you and me have talked about it. Why do you think they take Peyton Turner round one? Because they're not super sold on what Davenport's doing. I mean, yes. we could talk about Cam Jordan aging but they're obviously not sold on what Davenport's doing so I mean that's that's part of all this analysis that uh (laughs) that I do all the digging and let me see where all this goes and you go down the rabbit hole and the rabbit hole will give you some answers well, I tell you, I think it's a great article. Uh, you know, I'm an analytic guy, I like looking at that kind of stuff, and and, and I thought it really, really uh, shed a lot of light on a guy that's been doing this for a long time. But and has always said, first and second round guys, they got to make immediate impacts. When the stats prove out, they really don't in most cases. Well, we can look at it in analytics. There's no doubt, but you also one thing that analytics don't take into account that, uh, and and it's fine is situation like where's the holes where's this where's that and so when you look at the situations are there availability for a starter to come in Mm -hmm. Uh, but but it's also in the sense when the Saints drafted Ryan Ramchick you didn't think there was going to be availability and he produced right away and only got better uh, through his years so Mm -hmm. uh, you know it's, it's kind of a give and take with every analytic but I just feel like uh, just kind of the study I did. It's it's about as fair as you can be when it comes to that, yes. and it's it's something that uh, I, as you know, you and me have talked about this a lot on your show. Just uh, I love diving into this stuff. It, it educates me, and when I learn this stuff, I try to <laughs> put it out there to educate the public, mm-hmm. just because I feel like it is it is a it's one of the the more fair portrayals of talent and value that you can have in the NFL. Larry, off the subject of your article for a moment, um, uh, Cesar Ruiz, Eric McCoy, where do you think they play this year? Do you, th- do you think they're going to be a flip-flop there? Or are they going to stay at McCoy with McCoy? What do you think is going to happen? I don't want to totally make a prediction uh, just because I'd like to see what they're doing in practices. But still, mm-hmm. I could tell you the original vision pre-COVID would have been to move McCoy to guard and have Ruiz play center. And I think they have to visit that this off season. Uh, Yeah. McCoy was, he's definitely been a solid to good center. There's no doubt, Mm -hmm. but Ruiz, like he was good at times, shaky at times. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's admittedly a center. He has no problem saying that. He said that throughout his draft process. So I think they have to visit flip-flopping that at some point. They're going to at least have some off-season. Well, we'll see what happens. Who's actually participating in OTAs? Uh, but yes. you know, you're going to have mini camp. You're going to have training camp. Uh, they obviously both know what how the roles work. 
So I think that the Saints have to visit that just because, I mean, look, you have someone who's quarterback, who's not Drew Brees, and any extra millisecond you can give Jameis Winston, who we're assuming is going to be the starter, yes, he could use it. So I think they have to visit that this offseason, and I'm, I'm betting they will. Yeah, no doubt. Larry, hang in there for me. We've got to take a quick break. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Larry Holder of The Athletic is our guest. Don't go anywhere. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Avenue. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. Whether it is your personal vehicle or a fleet account, at Southern Tire, we treat your vehicle like our own. At Southern Tire, we have all the latest diagnostic equipment and ASE-certified technicians the dealerships have without the dealership prices. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor unique vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti in the heart of the fun. 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Dave Miet Insurance is a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes, Damien Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMeatInsAgency.com. Eric Ashby with my good friend Mike Delahousie at the TikTok Cafe. Mike, I was craving the best breakfast in town. Thank you, Eric. Yeah, but they were closed, so I'm back here at the TikTok Cafe instead. You know, that's not nice. Come on, man. You know we aim to please. You got to get a better aim, pal. Stop. You know we never close, huh? Well, neither does the morgue, so what's your point? Ah, you unbelievable. You know, you got to admit, we've got the best prices in town. Gluten-free? I think you're missing the point, bud. The TikTok Cafe and the heart of Metairie at Causeway and I-10 are better known as the intersection of diabetes and high cholesterol. When the wild calls, the Kubota RTV X1140 was built to answer. Proven diesel engine, heavy-duty suspension, and traction that grips like a mountain lion. It's all engineered around a roomy four-seat cab that converts into an extra-long cargo bed so you can prep for a trophy hunt and haul it home effortlessly. Find yours at your local Kubota dealer. Kubota. Shape your world. Get your next Kubota at Ascension Equipment. Save more today and mow tomorrow. Stressed out? Try Stress Balls de-stressing gummies. Eat a couple and you'll feel like... That's because Stress Balls gummies contain a clinically proven herb called ashwagandha that becomes more effective over time at relieving stress. So later, your whole body feels like... Until eventually your whole world feels like... Turn your stress life into your best life 
with Stress Balls Gummy Supplements. Do you hear my computer career ads and think, I don't know anything about computers? Well, you don't have to. Before starting, many graduates could turn a computer on and off. And that's it. Now they're IT pros. You could do it too. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation. You could start your new life in as little as four months. Grants covering up to 53% of the cost are available to those who qualify. It's not rocket science. It's My Computer Career. Larry Holder of The Athletic is our guest. Larry, uh, you also wrote an article recently, and look, it's a little bit early, we all know, uh, but again, went game by game on the season. You came out with the Saints being 10-7, and seven, uh, going to the playoffs. Uh, that's quite a different uh, scenario than a lot of the national uh, pundits, the national talking heads have the Saints. Uh, as I've been reading a lot of stuff from around the league, uh, a lot, a lot of individuals out there that cover the league, or again, um, you know, have have a voice with, uh, well, you know, uh, uh, within the league that are covering the league are saying, uh, without Breeze, this team is not going to the playoffs. They're they're, they're going to be below 500. Uh, they don't believe in Sean Payton. They don't believe in Jameis Winston. Uh, Give me your synopsis on on what on why you went had the Saints ten and seven and your thoughts on what the national media is saying about the demise of the New Orleans Saints. Well, uh, look if you look at the Vegas odds that actually came out today, game by game, and <laughs> I actually feel really good <laughs> about my prognostication right? after seeing that. Uh, so I went ten and seven in my prediction column, and if you look at the Vegas odds right now they have them as underdogs in only six games right now and the six games that they have them underdogs as i actually predicted they would lose and those were against both games against tampa at seattle at tennessee thanksgiving against buffalo and then season finale at atlanta and so I actually had them losing all of those games. And then I predicted they would lose week one because I assumed that Aaron Rodgers would play. And so I said, all right, if Aaron Rodgers plays, the Saints lose. If he doesn't, they win. So maybe Vegas read my column. I don't know. Hey, look at us at The Athletic. We're, <laughs> we're partners with MGM uh, right? on, our, uh, our, on our betting coverage. Maybe they read what I said to me. Maybe – Larry Holder's like the smartest man alive, so let's see what happens. I think uh, it's, I doubt they did uh, Larry, that. Honestly, I think it's very fair. I, I think you were very fair in, in your synopsis of the Saints. There are a lot of unknowns. We don't know who Jameis Winston's going to be. We don't know if Taysom Hill's going to be the starting quarterback. There are a lot of holes yet to fill on this roster. Uh, but, again, the nucleus of this roster, for the most part, is back. Uh, you know, not having Breeze in that locker room, the vacuum of, again, his, pers- of his persona there is, is going to be felt. Uh, it's going to be felt on the field. Maybe, again, not having the ability to maybe make all the throws over the last couple of years. But, again, from a cerebral standpoint, nobody knew this offense better than him. And, of course, again, the confidence, not just that his teammates had and his coaches had in him, but the fan base feeling that you were never out of a game with Drew Brees behind the center. So there's a lot of different uh, scenarios here and a lot of things that are going into this. But, again, I still think the Saints are a really good football team. Uh, and if they could stay away from the injury bug, and, again, we see, a, uh, we see again, a, 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 a good quarterback play, they're going to be right there in the mix. Oh, absolutely. And, look, 
we're going to be stating this for a while. Five and zero with Teddy Bridgewater, three and one with Taysom Hill. I look at the span of a season. I think the Saints can get to the playoffs with Jameis Winston, who I think is a far more talented quarterback than either one of those guys. And of course, you're scheming this, that, and the other. But we also do have to take into account that the Saints roster isn't what it was. I mean, right. they have holes, so I get that. But when I look at the timing of the schedule, and I think that's part of why I picked where they went, because you look at weeks one through five, home against the Packers. Look, if Rodgers doesn't play, I'm going to say the Saints win that game. But then it's at Carolina. I'm not buying Sam Darnold in Carolina, and I don't think that defense is that much improved. Uh, I'm not buying uh, when you look at New England, even though it's at New England, Who's their quarterback? Cam Newton, and he wasn't that right. great. Mac Jones, I'm not buying that. Then it's home against the Giants. I'm buying that as a Saints win. And Washington at Washington doesn't scare me. And then they go to a bye. So I felt like that's part of why, when I made a prediction in my column, that's part of why I, I skewed that way because I felt like that, you know, maybe if it's spread out, but I feel like they can get hot early and then maybe – it's back and forth, back and forth, but still, I think they can get hot early. Uh, so, right. look, hey, who knows? But uh, like that's, hey, I, maybe I should go make bets, Eric. You know me; I'm not exactly a gambling guy, but hey, maybe right. I should start. Let's let's see what happens. Well, I mean, again, like I said, I thought it was I thought it was a pretty fair assessment of again what could happen in this season. Well, again, before they even go to training camp, before obviously we know anything about about this team going forward. Uh, and it's one of the things I like about your writing. Again, it's, it's well thought out. I did want to ask you something that's kind of off the path for you, but again, look, you, you, you're almost like a columnist at, at, the, uh, at the Athletic for the most part. I know you concentrate on the Saints, but you, you cover other things as well. Uh, your thoughts on the Pelican season? Uh, we got about, about two minutes left, um, uh, and, and just give us your, your, your overall thoughts on what happened. Yeah, it, it's, uh, it's funny. Uh, just, just as a disclaimer, a lot of times uh, – you know, Jeff Duncan and myself, we, we kind of go in different directions. He does a yes. lot more Pelicans than I do. I do a lot more LSU than he does. But obviously, I pay attention. And look, for me personally, columnist view, I'm tired of hearing the, well, it should have been this, or there's something. It's, I'm over and done with that. Like, they need to be a playoff team, mm-hmm. they have talent to be a playoff team. And it always seems like there's an excuse here, there's an excuse there, this, that, and the other. And I'm wondering, and maybe I'm not seeing it, maybe there is a public frustration, but I almost feel like there's not enough public frustration from fans and this, that, and the other. It's just, to me, as a consumer of the product, how do you go again and again and again and it's not just now. I think it's part of years past. They have these players. It doesn't work out. This, that, and the other. Then you blow it up, and then you start over. Right. It's great franchises don't blow it up and have to start it over every five years. True. And you're two years into Zion, who is an all-NBA type of talent. Brandon Ingram is an all-star. And then there, where are you? So it's, to me, it. <laughs> I know that if David Griffin is not going anywhere right now, mm-hmm. 
I'd be I'm, like, I'm not saying Sam Van Gundy's going to be going anywhere. I mean, he's one year right. in, but still, it's sure. I, the storyline is just it's old and tiresome. It's let's just I, I'm do, with like, you. Why Larry. are we? What, yeah, I, I'm. It's 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 exhausting. And to be frank, right. it's why like why should I even watch until the, it changes? I mean, that's it's sad for me to say that, but right. why should I pay attention until the storyline changes? I mean, it's yeah. um, it's really like, what Larry, it is. I think. I think, I think that, again, I, I think along the same lines as you, and there needs to be outrage. And, and again, people just can't take it for granted uh, that this team, uh, again, oh, wait, they didn't make the playoffs. Wait a minute, you had the ninth-highest-ranked payroll, and you couldn't make an, a 10-team playoff. That, that is unacceptable. Unfortunately, we're out of time. I appreciate your time, as always, my friend, at Larry Holder on Twitter, and we'll talk to you next week, my friend. Hey, always good talking to you, my brother. That's uh, Larry Holder of The Athletic. We'll be right back. Hi, Eric Asher. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. Hey, Eric, 17 years later, we're still open 24-7. Yeah, your sign ought to read, sorry, we're open. Come on, man, 24 hours a day? You know how tough that is? That's a real service to the community. Yeah, the Poison Control Center is open 24 hours, too. Uh, the TikTok Cafe, where the gluten is always free, intersection of I-10 and Causeway, also known as the intersection of salmonella and high cholesterol. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Are you ready for the stifling New Orleans heat this year? Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to getting my AC ready each and every year, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Eating. With 30 years in the business, they really know what they're doing, and they can work on any AC system on the market. Burkhardt gets your system running right. They can find and fix the problems before you really need that AC this year. Schedule your tune-up now with Burkhardt at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. We offer a large selection of tires that will fit your budget no matter what you drive. In the market for a new set of wheels, at Southern Tire, we are your wheel experts. Choose from our large selection of wheels and tires up to 30 inches. Financing available. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Katie's is open during the coronavirus shutdown. Katie's is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by way of curbside service or delivery NOLA. Our wait staff will deliver to your door anywhere. Check out our world famous menu at katiesinmidcity.com and then call now at 504-488-6582 and place your order. Curbside service is at Katie's at 3701 Iberville. Gift cards are available. Keep our staff employed. Order now at 488-6582. That's Katie's, 488-6582. The Wendy's restaurant in your area has issued a major bag alert. Bag alert, major bag alert. The bacon double stack is back in the biggie bag with fries, nugs, and a drink, all for just five bucks. The following are to be expected. Joy, disbelief, inability to think about anything else. This deal is effective immediately, and it's only at Wendy's. Major bag alert. Bag, bag alert. Major bag. Biggie bag includes four-piece nuggets, small fry, and small drink. U.S. price and participation may vary. I can make this go. I can make this go. Pop.
This week at Macy's, get an extra 25% off summer essentials with your coupon or Macy's card. That's on top of already great deals, like 20 to 30% off shoes and sandals, 40% off swim for him, and 50% off outdoor dinnerware. Now at Macy's, Plus Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift cards, services, and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Gotta finish this today. Cristiano's construction projects typically run smooth smoothly, but this project's pipeline is about to burst. Yo, boss, where you want us to put this? To the left. Your other left. John. Indeed can help him hire the people he needs. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. When you sponsor a job, you immediately get your short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job criteria. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. All right, folks, that's it for me. Thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, I want to thank Larry Holder and Alec Cell for joining us on the program. Rudy back at studio for producing. You guys for checking out the program. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, the podcast available on all the major podcasting platforms shortly after this program ends. And, of course, you can go to ericasher.com for a slash to the sponsor. Sponsor our program. And uh, thanks to those sponsors, and thank you for supporting those sponsors. Coming up next, a best of of Ken Trahan with All Access. Until tomorrow at 4 o'clock, my name is Eric Asher. Have a wonderful evening. From the dog catch of the governor, they all got to go. Half I show.